Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say Reaction Show. I am your host, James Copley, and welcome to the Stadium of Light, where Sutherland have just beaten Doncaster Rovers 2-0 with goals from Lewis Morgan and Charlie White. Joined in the tunnel by the BBC's Nick Barnes. Nick, a crucial win today. Uh, yeah, I had to win. Um, I thought it was solid. I don't think they did anything spectacular, but they, they, they got the lead early, settled a few nerves. Um, I thought they were by far and away the better side in the first half. I've just spoken to the... BBC Sheffield Doncaster Rovers commentator and he said he thought Sunderland blew them apart this afternoon and I think that's maybe overstretching it but I think the, you know, the, the, the balance of, of play and, and uh, I think Sunderland were more incisive uh, OK, Doncaster hit the post at the end of the first half could arguably have had a penalty in the second half um, seen them given them the referee I had just spoken to Turk about you know, the holding issue but on top of that, Sunderland hit the post in the second half. The keeper had to pull off a couple of good saves. So um, overall, I had no, no quibble about the result. And as you say, it was just, it just, they just had to win today. And they knew the other results, so it was absolutely crucial. crucial reason as well that Sunderland managed to turn dominance into goals because there's been a fair few times this season where we've kind of taken our foot off, foot off the throat. Sort of yeah, and I think it's interesting because Jack Ross had said this week what they've got to learn to do again is control the game from minute one to minute 90 and not from minute one to minute 15 so that's what what they what they did today I think that's what they showed that they, they can do and, and they did it well so I was, I was quite impressed with that Jimmy it was calm there was a calmness about it as yeah, well it you was. Know, so. Jimmy Dunn Alan Ozturk as well uh, unlikely central defensive yeah, partnership but there was no nonsense it, 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 it worked well it was, didn't it, it was, I mean in fact how much did we learn from the today because they didn't have a huge amount to do I mean <laughs> I mean, Benno kept on saying that Ozturk was trying to pick a fight every time with Butler, and there's, there's certain truth in that. Uh, Dunn did what he had to do, and, and, and giving his credit, it was his, his nod down for White's goal as well. Um, again, you know, it was that, that solidity, and, and it just looked like you know, looked like a team that weren't playing on their nerves, weren't playing with anxiety. Uh, a good professional workmanlike performance. So, um, yeah, I'm impressed, really, in the circumstances. They just looked a bit more physically <coughs> robust than maybe Flanagan and Baldwin do. Yeah, I think, I think that's something that Ozturk will give you. Mm. I mean, I spoke to Jack in the week and said, and he wouldn't be drawn, but I said, were you thinking about bringing Ozturk back in because of his experience? Because Ozturk has, has played in the Scottish Leagues. He's played at the highest level in the Scottish Leagues. He knows that sort of robust... Mm-hmm defending that you sometimes need to bring to the game and that's the one thing I think that Sunderland have lacked at the back is that um, rigidity, that robustness, that burly 
strong sort of centre halves who, who, who are no nonsense at this level. And whilst Oz Turk's not got pace anymore, he's, he's got those other factors, which I think was important, could be important going into these last few games. And although nice to win, it just makes last week's uh, result against Coventry feel a bit. Uh... The, the, the Coventry games, you know, it's one of those bizarre games. You get these aberrations sometimes, and, and, and <laughs> aberrations are good, and, and they were <laughs> shockingly poor. Um, but you know we've been saying a lot of people have been saying all season there will be one game this season where Sunderland will either go and win it 6-0 or they'll lose 5-0 or that's the game that was, yeah. that was that game that was that aberration this season that Coventry game because it was so out of character it was so against everything that we've seen all season and look and there's been all this argument about playing 4-4-2 and the one thing that that game did show is that 4-4-2 is a system which doesn't offer you any protection to Bolden yeah, and Flanagan yeah, yeah. and that's been the big thing that Catamol Ledbitter whoever else is playing in the, in the midfield can offer you um, if you t- tweak the system work better today but um, fingers crossed, uh, they're back on track. They, they, they did what they had to do. They knew the other results, and they've got to do it all again on Monday. Well, thanks for your time, Nick. We're just off to speak to Sunderland manager Jack Ross. Well, Jack, you said in the week that you needed to get back to being in control of the game, managing it, and, and that was as solid and as managing a game as you could ask for, wasn't it? Yeah, um, uh, playing against a good team today as well, and I think you always... I said often enough about learning all the time as a manager and as a coach and as learning as a team. I don't think that should ever change. And um, I think that the last couple of games for us at home, albeit we've created opportunities, we've gave up a lot, and that's because the game has been so open. And it's difficult not to um, chase the game here at the stadium because of the expectation that's on us from the crowd. So I think today we had to be brave in terms of that trust and what we wanted to do. But scoring early in the game helps that. I'm going to say that's that's a factor in it. You know, it's not just genius coaching and management sometimes these things help you and so scoring early in the game allowed us to even trust playing in that manner more and um, I thought we were good today so individually we were good and as a, as a team and our discipline we were to do was excellent um, I could say that it was a gamble in you changing both mm. centre-backs but then mm. you'll probably come back to me and say well no it's not because you've watched them in training and, yeah. you, and you've said all along you watch how the players react yeah. in the week yeah the, the truth is any team selection always carries an element of risk and um, whether you make the right decision or not, not it's not how I judge it, but everybody else will judge it by the end result. And so people are assuming, oh, it's, again, it's the right call. It just it wasn't an easy the last week. I think we had we hadn't played particularly well defensively for a few weeks, and and Tom and Jack have played a lot of minutes this season, um, a huge amount of games, and there's a mental demand on that as well. You know, it's fifty fifth game or so, fifty fourth, fifty fifth game today. So. Um, they understood that decision. The two that came in today have continued to train in the right manner and do things in the right manner. And um, they took their opportunity today. That's all you can ask. And Alan going down with cramp just shows you, you know, he hasn't played much football and wanted yeah. to come through. Yeah, but he's um, he has trained brilliantly for a long time now. He, uh, it's one thing about him is he's continually, you know, every single day trained at a really good level. And we have bounce games, but there isn't anything to replicate playing in a game. And the game today, because it's on television. I think it being um, Good Friday and the crowd that was in today and the intensity of the game, it, it was it didn't really drop in tempo, so it was um, it was tough for him to get through that, but it will stand him in good stead as well. Did you know the other results as well beforehand? Yeah, it's, you know it's impossible not to to be aware of them. Um, I think that did it heighten the pressure on us? Possibly people would think that, but it was always the same for us. We knew we needed to come here and win today. Um, and we've done that and I think to show that character and doing that given 
everybody I think around the stadium knew the results and how they had went and, and how important for us it was to win today and I think it's terrific characters and the players because I thought they got asked I thought they took a little bit unfair criticism from last week only because it was our only defeat here and I think sometimes it went a little bit too much in terms of that and, but to come back and answer that again today with that type of performance and result is terrific and They looked as though they were playing without anxiety the, the last couple of games maybe there's that little bit of, I think you did you say it was fatigue or weariness but it didn't appear today to have any of that Yeah and I, 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 I did say during the week I thought that having it's not quite a full week between fixtures but having the certainly closest to a full week we've had in a, in a while was beneficial to us just allowed us to again it allowed us at least one proper training day within that. I said that as well. It allowed us from a preparation point of view and allowed everybody to take stock. And we knew it just gives you your preparations a little bit calmer um, in the lead up to it. And I think we knew we were comfortable with what we wanted to try and do today. And, and these players always deserve the credit for it because they're the ones that carry it out on the pitch. Well, oh, the only things that you can control are your results. Mm. How important is it then? Four wins and, and you get what you want, which is promotion. Yeah, I mean, we we put ourselves in a position a couple of weeks ago where where we knew that probably less than that would be enough. And the, the truth is, even on the back of last week, we knew it was still in our hands. Just the margin for error obviously becomes almost nil. Um, but I'm sure there's going to be changes in that between now and the end of the season because I think you look at the running for all the teams around it, they've all got difficult games. Um, so Portsmouth and ourselves have got one extra in amongst it. But... Um, we are going to end up probably with points total that should give us a chance um, and, and you're right to say what we understood going into today it's five games you're trying to knock out five wins it's one down today and we've got to dust ourselves down quickly and get ready to go on Monday How much of a confidence boost is it the manner of the victory today because you, you did seem to have them at arm's length for large parts of the game Yeah I mean ultimately this stage of the season it is just about results um, and I'm sure um, you know the teams around that won today would have said that some of them have played well, some of them not so well, and how they achieved those wins. But I think to do it in that manner today was, was pleasing because it's a good team. Like I said we're playing against the um, side who are with in the league on good merit, and I, I've watched them a lot this season. Really enjoyed watching them. So I think to perform in that manner is um, I'll, I'll give the players a. I don't think they needed an injection of confidence, but I think they are just a wee reminder that they are a good team. Great for your team as well to bounce back. Uh, they always seem to do it. The Czech Trade Trophy final to bounce back the next week. Yeah, and I, the one thing I, I can never, I never have any concerns about is the character of the group. They've shown it time after time this season. Very different circumstances, um, and they've grown together in that respect. So I, I'm always comfortable with them in that, um, in that way. I just think that. Um, we needed to have a little bit of reflection and everything about how we approach these games at this point. But I think with the showing character-wise over the 42 games today, I'll stand us in good stead. So whatever lies ahead in these four games. And one home game left against Portsmouth, but you've really restored a, a pride in Sunderland Stadium of Light. Yeah, I, do you know what I thought today was was really good in terms of the atmosphere within the stadium. I, I, you know, it hurt us last week. It, you know, it hurt fans. It hurt us as a group of players because we put a huge, a huge amount of effort into making this place a difficult place to come to this season and, and trying to make people enjoy coming here and I thought that today they, they seemed to enjoy it I, I thought the way they got behind the players throughout the whole game was, was brilliant and it just felt it feels like one of those afternoons you all enjoy um, being part of the football club so um, you know we want more of them and, and I'm sure there is a game next Saturday <laughs> next Saturday it will be the same again cool, just, just one quick word about yeah. Peterborough um, will you be minded to, to change it freshen things up I mean was Ledbetter not playing today and, and great yeah, on the well, bench well it was um 
you know, we just, I decided probably fairly early in the week that the team I was going to play, um, it was based on what I thought was right for the game. Um, you know, turning the game just so quickly that now my attention turns to Peterborough and how they play and what's best for us. So, it, and then once we gather ourselves tomorrow morning, uh, Max got knocked towards the end of the game. Charlie was actually um, a real doubt. He was ill and sick before the game and in the warm up. Um, so it was touch and go for him. Aiden's obviously playing through. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The absolute pain barrier at the moment for us in a lot of different ways. So we'll, we'll see where we are tomorrow and gather, gather ourselves in. Get three points out for the lads. It was Sunderland to Doncaster. They were playing, they were rubbish, weren't they? Doncaster nil. I'm here with... A variety of Wise Men Say podcasters. I'm Gareth Barker, obviously, as you well know, uh, podcast king. Uh, we're here with uh, Craig Clark. Delighted with Ozturk. Ozturk! Max. <laughs> That's Matthew. <laughs> yeah, I second that, Max. Heart pitching beard and Michael Loff. Is that my official title Bring from now on? Bring him in. We've got me, me mate, Preston fan. Gavin's here. He's come up for the match. He's been to more Sunderland games and Preston games. And, uh, Who was your man of the match? Uh, their team <laughs> for not turning up it's a fair point it's a fair point yeah they were terrible weren't they but you can't underplay I think we were sort of pre-react a bit of sort of reaction foreplay getting, um, yeah, you, getting yeah, yeah. yeah you were saying Rory that you felt as though that was our best performance since the turn of the year yeah apart from maybe Accrington was slightly better because we were a bit more attacking wise in there and like, what about like Plymouth at home that was quite good wasn't it yeah maybe you know but I think I, I think this was like so much more professional especially the centre halves as well today especially us too like that's wow. Ozturk now Dunn was, Dun, Dun was Dun, like I, I were having like a bit of like banter around also but they were both like him and Dunn were excellent today and that is arguably like we've persisted with like Flanagan and Baldwin and like, I don't want to be like totally revisionist on them that have had good forms to be able to run a clean sheet for the turn of the year but that is the best centre half performance we've had for in a while. months oh, ever for me ever yeah <laughs> like I hate all the rest of the centre like, halves who've ever played for us even if you take the personnel change out of it it was the system wasn't it that made a huge Absolutely, difference yeah, okay yeah. so okay so <laughs> <Brendan> <laughs> <Rogers> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah I think we showed great character um, but no 
Um, so, but when we saw the team come out, what did everyone think initially with the changes that I were made? There's Max. Max was in, Power was in, and Ostert were in. So I was like, great. You just said Max was in and Power was in. <laughs> yeah, but no, because you had that over there. So I thought I need to re- needed to reiterate that. There's Matthew again on a bike. <laughs> well, there's no point. So you dar- so you Dar's um, been in the town on his bike today, Matthew. Anyway, do. This stay is, on point. Stay on point. No, no, we're not starting again. See, we're so down. Mickey, as a commanding goalkeeper, I guess the change in team is probably more relevant to yourself. I'm getting slagged off of my voice now. But, you know, you're too much farting about, wasn't it? Too much farting about in recent years with the centre-backs, whereas today, Dunn came in and, and Oster came in and they just basically if it was there to be cleared they just got rid didn't they yeah definitely I don't think there was a lot of anxiety in the back four today I think with Oster he's been slightly unfortunate this season because he essentially had two poor games at the start against Charlton and he made a glaring error against Sheffield Wednesday and he's never really got back into the team since then and as Rory pointed <laughs> out I was sent to Hall's haven't exactly set the world alight and since then when Oster's played I remember he came on at Bradford in the earlier on the season had a really good game he came on against AFC Wimbledon had a very good game uh, way from the start of the season and it suited him because there were teams that played very direct trying to get balls in the box and he dealt with them excellently and I think he's quite good at that Ozturk so as I say I was pleased he was given the chance and he took it the day because for me I think that he has earned this what I would say about him is he's kept loads of clean sheets in the checker trade and it's translated to the league that's it <laughs> that's it <laughs> But as well, on Oz, like on Ozturk, players that we didn't think were going to be so crucial, but Charlie White, who'd have thought of that? Like since Wembley, he's been. I think Richard said. Incredible. He? Richard kind of predicted that Charlie White would be good. Dynamite. <laughs> be good. He did. Yeah. But. With White as well, he's been involved in six goals since yeah, his sort yeah. of return, which Look, is I mean, quite I, incredible. I think, what, what do you think, Craig? Because you hate Charlie I White. don't like him, but I think he's played brilliantly, to be honest. He was excellent today. First touch like a sledgehammer, but, you know, he's... But, he's, it, but if you put balls in the box where you can head them down, because oh, his head it. is like the, the smaller end of the sledgehammer, the delicate <laughs> end of the sledgehammer. His head's like, the size of the moon. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's he's great. got his big smoggy... Palm, I, like, I hope he enjoys his like. He's got a big what? He's, he's, he's got palm infused head, and I hope he enjoys his creative monster because he's earned it tonight. Because that nod down for Morgan, was, actually Morgan as well today was absolutely fantastic. It like, must have hit the bit where he uh, with a bechamel sauce on uh, to cushion yes. it yes. Uh, into the path of Morgan, and he's crested into the back. Yeah. See, we used to saying on the about Morgan, like about him being an impact player. I, I disagree a bit because nah, I think like I agree. He's, you get a good 60 minutes out of him so that 60 minutes that's two thirds of a football match you know get him in from the start yeah. Um, yeah. and he does he, like he was one of the in the first half at Wembley he was instrumental in yeah. like our good performance and he picks up great spaces he and he came up yeah, well. he came up he came he came you know close to to Wyke you know he came close to Wyke uh, for the goal and it was a great finish he could have easily like that was an excellent you know finish, spooned it over the bar but he like slammed it in and like you know, what a response really there. You know the disappointment. I'm sure they wouldn't have known, but the disappointment. Obviously, Portsmouth getting the last minute yeah. winner. You know, Barnsley scraping away against uh, Shrewsbury, but obviously Charlton dropped points. So we all thought with the, the train coming up. That's what I just wanted to say actually that that win today and Charlton losing, you're not worried about Charlton anymore. It's it's just Barnsley and Portsmouth well, to be honest, now. As, as soon as Charlton lost, they were done. Because even yeah. if we'd lost, Portsmouth or Barnsley, they weren't going to yeah. catch them with it. 
So they're, they're very much a playoff team at this point. And the hope with, if say we do end up in the playoffs, the hope is, well, they're on the wrong side of form now. Maybe they lose the next two of the next three or something. And suddenly they look less of a threat. Whereas Portsmouth definitely look like a massive threat, don't they? Because they've grounded out a day. I don't know if anyone else watched this. Very fortunate, oh, though. Very, very, very fortunate. But, but you, I, what I know you, what you mean. I know what they you mean. Fought, they've won the last six in a row. Six in Five a row. or six in a row. Exactly. They think they're us. Like, who do they think who they are? Who dare they? You know, but, but like... Again, there's still what... They, well, they've got the same amount of games as us, so... That's the games, thing, but that's why I'm picking them out and rather it, than it, it, It's It's going to come down to that, to that game. It's a game next weekend, isn't it? I'm dreading it, mate. I made the comment after the Burton game, and yes, we're in a more favourable position then, but it's about ticking games off and it's still being in your hands. So that's another one off the lift today, so now it's only four to go, and if we win every game, we get promoted. So I understand what you're saying, Paul's before a great threat, and I'm not saying that we are favourites to get promoted, by any means but it's in our hands we know we win every game we get promoted so for us it's quite a simple equation really from now to the end of the season we've just got to keep ticking games off and being in that hunt I Do don't disagree with yeah. that I think the worry is going in the running well actually it's a weird it's a bit paradoxical in, in that Portsmouth have got three home games but actually they're really good away from home not at home and so they're going to beat us. I was going to say, but we've got to play them got to at home. They play Coventry on Monday, which obviously, as we've just found yeah. out, that's a really and they're at home. Aren't and they're at home. Well, they play 4-4-2 two, and like. This by, is by the way, can I point out today? Like we obviously went back to the tried and tested, you know, four-two-three-one. It's revision. It's revisionist. We wouldn't know, but do you think if we played that four-two-three-one yes. against Burton and Coventry? We might have had more control of those yeah. games and given us a better chance of think, winning the game. I don't think we'd have lost against Coventry. We might not have won both, but we might, goals, we might be a point better off, like, is the thing. So are we saying it's the system or the centre-backs or both? It's a combination of both for me. I think if, if you'd have played 4-4-2 and Ozturk and Dunn at centre-half, we wouldn't have conceded yeah, the goals we did last week. Because Ozturk and Dunn were there essentially today to just be able to... To beat boot, defenders? Boot, yeah, like to boot, boot the ball clear. Like, Ozturk today was just Mr. No, like, fucking about, wasn't he? Like, it's just like... Every Every time the ball came, nah, there it is. There, there it is. There he is. There he is. The ball. And now, it, now it's at the halfway line. There, there it was. <laughs> but, 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 but done as well. Done as like in like in contrast to what he's previously been like was just there to be a centre-half. There was yeah. no dribbling the ball out yeah. from centre best performance. But, and White, White, White gives him the option as well to play that horrible hike up the line as well, which is Dunn's favourite oh, release of the ball. White isn't it? as well. Like, right. I know we've always spoken about him, but, like, God, he, like, dominated their centre-halves today. You know that when we played them away and Jerome Sinclair really did a job running the channels, White did a really similar thing. More centrally, it wasn't, like, stretching things as wide, but... He like just totally bullied them all over. Like uh, uh, there was there was a lot of players, four, probably four players here you could pick out. It's potentially having their best performance. Sunderland in White, Dunn, Ozturk, and I'd percent, potentially say Max Power. As no, well. that wasn't his best. Well, every week that was just up there. Consistently, <laughs> consistently gets better <laughs> every week. The one thing I would say is we're, we're praising the centre backs for playing it simple, but I think. We've also criticised Flanagan and Baldwin for punting it out for throw-ins. Well, the two lads today did that, yeah. but Doncaster were absolutely dog shit. So there was nothing. They just uh, passed it in front though, of us all think, day. So like, do you not think, though, that with Flanagan and Baldwin, they accidentally punted it out, whereas they were like, I am punting it out. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. The ball ends up out. No, it so doesn't matter, good, no, It doesn't matter, because if you... No, it, it's it does matter, because it the ball matter. comes back to you. 
if you're giving the ball to them and it's going to come back at you, Doncaster had nothing. They're just playing it sideways across the, 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 the halfway line. There was a bit rubbish. of swagger in the team today, though. Like, I feel, like, Mickey's, 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 I feel like Mickey's winding up for an absolute But can I, I just, I just, just want to get over there. He's like an outside Rory. Quiet Rory is being. Yeah, yeah. He's building up. It's going to be a love explosion. Is it going to be in a scouse I love Kano. This really barely live up to expectation. I'm like poised at the barrier, ready to pitch invade on this podcast now. Yet again. In the programme. <laughs> but I do think maybe we're going a little bit overboard on the performance of the centre-half today. While I feel they did, they did play well, but I think that they had the opportunity to play well today because they had that screening and they had that protection. Whereas I think if you played Oz Turk and done last week, I think you would have seen a similar result in that formation. Yeah. So I'm really that pleased with... That was my with, point, I, 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 really, I think with the, the way that they played was, uh, was really good. But like I say, we need to see that system from now to the end of the season. What combination you play a centre-half, I'm not too sure of all. Because as I say, plus I, one. but I just think I, I think it's maybe <laughs> to all my parties. <laughs> but I don't think when, whenever it happens, Oscar plus one. <laughs> I just want him there. Yeah, have you seen that video of him dancing? Actually, yes. there you go. Get him in. Is it as good as Salutsko in the bath eating pasta? <laughs> Sorry, is it as good as Salutsko in the bath eating pasta? Chaluska. Better, I would say. What's his name? Uh, yeah. What do you call him? Salutsko. Salutsko. I've never heard him call him Salutsko. Salutsko. Yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> Well, Who was the yeah, worst? Tell you what, by the way, <laughs> though on, on that point, I think you're right, Mickey, in some respects, is that the mobility of a team like Portsmouth, for example, I, I, not so much... cause your problems. Yes, yeah, well, the, the mobility... Well, he, he's not going to cause you problems with pace, but Law will cause you problems no. with pace. No, because he'll cause if you if problems. Law started on the bench today for Portsmouth, but... No, he didn't. Law was on the first half. Let's not forget with Portsmouth, right? Law was on the pitch in the first half. He definitely was, Gavin. But no, let's not forget with... He was in the first half. He wasn't like came on. Anyway, well, we're going to debate who started for Pittman. in a game that is now in the past. Is he not number 10 for them? Oh, he is. Yeah, he's playing on. at the start of the game. On. I was watching it with you. I thought Lowe yes. started to be fair. He did so, start? Yeah, he didn't. Even anyway, if he did, he didn't. While Craig like, look, looks that up, although we did get beat off Boston <laughs> on, right. on penalties, <laughs> we still didn't actually lose them in 90 minutes. Would a draw against well, them be the end of the world? Jamal Lowe played the 90 minutes. He did, minutes. Play. He did play. <laughs> So I did well, it's not very, tell you what, it's not very good. It doesn't board very well for him, does it? If I didn't know, yeah, I said, I am the official football aficionado compared to Craig. I do, I do you believe know nothing. That's know the first time that Craig's been right about something since his assessment yeah, of Will yeah. Buckley. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I was right about Will Buckley. I was right about Jimmy Dunn because let's face it, it was a one-off. It was an aberration <laughs> today. <laughs> so, I was right about Max Power. I was right about Charlie White. Has got the first touch of a sledgehammer. I was sitting down Donald Trump. <laughs> but I think that's <laughs> Donald Trump. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. You know I know more about football than anybody. Gareth than Gareth. Yeah, just yeah, Gareth. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Mickey. To delete this podcast, nah, nah, it's going out. To take a, to take a back of the. There's no misogyny in this one, so it can go out. It's oh, fine. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Great. Don't do anything it's misogynistic in the next ten minutes, Mickey. I don't know what you're trying to imply there. Light misogyny anytime. I think that's slightly libelous, but then anyway, but. On the centre half, so does anyone think today that we've actually like solved it going forward though? Who? Do we think we've solved our centre half problem? Like, what, what do we do going forward? Well, That's my concern. Two for me. For if they kept a clean sheet, you got to you got to continue yeah, playing. Well, what was doing nutmegs today? Like the defence was full banter. It's great. I thought they played like for all Doncaster were crap. <laughs> for all Doncaster were terrible. I thought like 
they were made to look even worse because the centre halves were very yeah, like. I, agree. I think it's the very first time since the first half of the season I've seen us really intensely press the team today. Uh, for uh, me, uh, that's a good point. I think that um, during the first half, especially Doncaster, never had an out ball because every time their goalkeeper took put it down for a goal kick, it would save their centre half shown for the ball. But we never allowed them to play it out at any point because we pressed them so high up the pitch. So as I say, that was I think it was a really impressive element of the performance today. I, I agree. I think like arguably it's one of the most impressive performances of the season it was like I would disagree with that like. no no because <laughs> well, you, of course you would exactly no but it's like it was so well, it was just it was, no, easy because yeah, well, yeah, exa- no, it was exactly no but exactly look ordinary though we oh, did they like, but they're six no, but they're six absolutely yeah, garbage yeah, yeah. they're, 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 they're top knock cut off doesn't he they're going to be Gareth Bale the shit version they're going to be in the playoffs don't I that's why we need to finish third that's why we need to finish third I said that during the game like the difference between them and Charlton my God, like, but, yes. but, but this Mark is it, isn't it? Do you not think, though? Exactly. And, and again, well, it, by the way, a key, a key thing today the whole falling in the trap of like Agnes or all the opposite, all the people we've got to play, all the people, sorry, not people we've got to play, but teams we've got to play, and then the teams around us in this <laughs> sort of chase for promotion are like Real Madrid, and we are like Agnes and Stanley no, no, to coin the phrase, who are exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> and there it is, yeah, yeah, but, the scouts is in. Yeah, but it is, <laughs> you build these teams up, then you watch Portsmouth today. They were ordering, you think, well, we played them off the park in that first half at Wembley. You know, you, you they played us off the park for 75 minutes, well, to be fair. Well, they didn't, know. Well, they did. 75 minutes, it was... Well, it was 60-60, yeah. half and half. But anyway, the, the, this is the point that we're all League One teams. 66 is oddly specific. 60-60, well. well, it was oh, 120 minutes. 66 minutes. No, like that. 60, <laughs> no, no. 120 oh, minutes. But anyway, the point is... You know, I want to hear your views you know, on the they, game. They dropped, you know, they dropped two, they dropped two points um, today, Charlton, thinking they think we've got the easiest running yeah, here, yeah. we've got a great yeah. chance. Now they can only, like, like right. me was saying, they can only get 88 points, we and this is what the games are taking off. The <laughs> totals we made a mistake, get. in my opinion, by coming out and giving it the big end. Yeah, he if we win, if we win it, he'll do that though, one. This is WWF or something like that. The WWE that's called out. He called out. There's a lot of called out Jack Ross at Madison Square Garden on Saturday night. He didn't I'm coming for you, no. Jack. Remember when he called out? Remember when he called out Kieran Dyer? Embarrassing camp. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get Gav's view on the game as a neutral. He's, no, he's, he's telling us to f off. Let's not get his view on the well, game actually, as a neutral. So, boy, you're right. Underrated one, you're right, boy. Yeah. Underrated. So everyone goes on about Barton. I, like, I think the best thing Boyer did was. Do you remember when we used to? Smash, do you remember that um, game when we played Dyer. Leeds at home and everyone was chanting Boyer's going down because he'd been Boyer involved in some assault or something? Aye. He's, he's like, another yeah. dick, isn't he? Right. Right. Who's talking about this? Yeah, well, we're losing Would control. Again, no, anyway, so, anyway, anyway. Lost control any, any, any changes <laughs> from Monday? Any changes from Monday? Look, Changes from Monday are Ledbetter well, in for one of the midfielders. Lumen's in for me for Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You, you would think. <laughs> you would think. You, no, you would it's, think a logic, so. it's a logical, he, he, a logical he, he change. I'll probably bring Lumen's in, like. Oh, what? Lumen's <laughs> on the wing. Well, left wing. That would be. Left centre. Tell you what, that would be a heel turn. On the WWE, that would be the ultimate heel turn. Those two have played that, and then he's like, boom, Lumen's is in. And then he drops He drops all centre halves and just has Lumen start to attend. Just him on his own. 
As a 10. As a 10. False 10 in the hall behind. It's not. It's absolutely appalling. You can't play Leuven's out of position. You know what was really funny today, by the way? The fact that was all like, oh, McGady's definitely not playing. But but Maguire's coming back. Maguire's coming back. McGady started and Maguire didn't even come on. That was great. Maguire was just sitting on the bench going, saving him, rubbing his belly for Monday. He was saving him for Monday. He was doing Instas, wasn't he? Waiting for the pints. I love his Instagram I guess that's the big that is the main question before Monday is Chris Maguire the best player in the world no 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 calm down is Chris Maguire an influencer on Instagram not yet. He's only got he's got less than five thousand no, followers. No, it isn't. It's, if you want to be an influencer, influencer, you've got to be over. Can he, has he got the potential of being an influencer? Not on? with pictures of him and the lads on a night out that looks like the Cooper Rose. No, you've got to bin that, mate. Well, Just the Mickey Gray style selfies that don't even look like Chris McGuire. That one, yes, influencer the potential. The Ryland selfie was particularly... <laughs> that, one, yes. that one, that one. There, there he was. More there of that, yes. Was. Yes. Max is one for you and the lads in the Cooper Rose, Max the Aberdeen me. version. Max, Max no. influences me no. every day. <laughs> what's, the what's the matter with the Cooper like? I love the Cooper Rose, but if I want to be an influencer, I don't want pictures of me yeah, in the Cooper Rose. Yeah, it's like small-town anyway, influencer. You should probably influence. leave it there because... Fausto, you know, can I just finish on one thing? You, you finish... <laughs> I think is it, is it about this delicious pint of decent days and nights from the Vox breweries? <laughs> it is a lovely pint, definitely. Um, what are you drinking, Michael? I'm drinking the decent Deep. days and nights session IPA from the fire station. Good choice, great nice concurs with that. Oh, really good clinkage. Yeah, yeah. But I think today, good atmosphere. Speaking of good atmosphere, today yeah, it was today. But I think it was a, per- a great atmosphere. First, the thing I think the day was kind of drinking all day. It was a perfect <laughs> yes. storm of things, like you say, of a good Friday. People's yeah, been yeah, out yeah. since yeah. after clock, and then the display went down really well again. I think that looked really good, and it did really, I think, inspire the fans and the players today. And the way we started was really good, really intense, and we got that early goal, and that Ooh. got the crowd even louder, and that made the players play even better. So as I say, I think we really fell off each other the day. We're going to need that between now and the end of the season. We certainly are, and we'll probably leave it there because uh, the lads have gone deep into uh, a sesh of looking at pictures of Max Power. <laughs> Did he see, by the way, he gave a shirt away to a kid at the end? Yeah, well, not I mean, to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for you. I thought it's Matthew, isn't it? He's down the front. If I was down the front. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's in your helmet and everything. But anyway, Matthew's hoping to get his like Ben Sherman or like. Levi's clothing signs tomorrow in Fausto. But anyway, let's hope today was the day that all of the other teams' chances of promotion died and on Monday our chances of getting into the top two will be resurrected with the result.